Well, what the heck? Hi, everyone. My name is Jordan Reed. I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week we talk about stuff like urban legends. The World Cup. We we haven't talked about it, but it is on. <laughs> Cryptozoology. Kicking uh, in general. <laughs> like what? Ball, suckers. <laughs> we talk about personal stories, anything spooky related, really. Each week, Lindsay and I will research a topic separately. Lindsay will go to Arby's, I'll go to Denny's, and we do our research there, and then we meet back at our house, and we discuss what we've researched with you for the first time ever in the history of the world. I don't know if that's true. Well, I think you're right. We listen with you. We do listen with you. <laughs> if this is your first time listening, welcome aboard. Good to have you. If this is your second time listening, oh, hey. That's like a cool, casual, like a friend-to-friend sort of a thing. Last week we talked, well, we continued with your alien abduction. Yes, and today is the last little bit of the alien, how to tell if you've been abducted by aliens ever. Nice, and we talked about You discussed clowns. Yeah, clowns. And how scary clowns are. Speaking of that, we actually have the new It movie, well, new-ish it movie playing in the background on mute we sure do i think it's safe to say that we are both on team tim curry yeah i think i definitely like the older version better so far i agree the the new version at least to us this is not a movie review podcast no (laughs) uh but at least already in the first five or ten minutes there's some cgi the big clown teeth pop out the pennywise has like 12 rows of teeth but Tim Curry just had the one set. They were big. He was just creepy. Well, because Tim Curry didn't have to rely on computer chips and micro programs. No. He's just Tim. Yeah. But I get why people like the new version. I mean, it's the nostalgia of the movie It and how scary that movie is. And this might be a lot of people's first time seeing the movie It as well. So right. younger kids watching this movie It now are terrified of clowns and will associate clowns with this Pennywise. But I think that you and I in our generation associates clowns with Tim. Tim. That Pennywise. Do you think people are scared of sewers? Because of Pennywise? Oh, yes. I thought you meant in general. In general, (laughs) I'm scared. I'm afraid of sewers. Well, because you think about it, like the movie Psycho made people scared of taking a shower. Yeah. Then the movie... But like sewers didn't really do much for people. Like you don't hear about people being like, oh, I'm scared of the sewer. Did you say sewers didn't do much for people or sewers didn't do do much for people? (laughs) Very funny. (laughs) Poop. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. Anyways. I think that I went first last week. Yes. So I believe it's your turn to go first this week, and I'm excited for you to go first this week. <laughs> Why is that? I can't tell you. It's a secret. Because did you look at my notes? No, I never look at your notes. <laughs> Lindsay is Don't afraid. Don't ruin the surprise. <laughs> Lindsay is afraid that I, see, I wake up in the middle of the night and come snoop around her notes. I'm very protective of my spooky notes. I know. I think there was one time that I was trying to peek over because I saw a word that I liked and Lindsay had a stun you gun. You saw a word that you liked. I saw a word I liked and I went, ooh, what's that <laughs> word I like? And then I looked at him more. Lynn's had a very tiny stun gun. The eraser of her pencil is not an eraser. It's a very small stun gun. And I got a, a little zip on my neck and I number one because I was no. because I was electrocuted. And I've learned to never look at it ever again. 
Well, anyways, I think you should be excited about this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I have a little spine-tingling trivia for (laughs) you. (laughs) I love games. I love the games. Okay, so these are just little spooky trivia games. Okay. And they're multiple choice, so you just have to pick the right answer. If Am I allowed to do the thing that you were encouraged to do, or at least I was, when I was taking my ACTs, if I don't know or running out of time, just pick C for all of them, and then statistically... And hope you get one. Yeah, I remember when I was in high school, I worked at Domino's Pizza Feast, and there was a delivery driver. It was the next morning. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be going to take my ACTs tomorrow morning, and this very old delivery driver with gigantic glasses, the ones that made your eyeballs really big because they're really thick, told me, just answer C for them all. And I went, okay, I will. And I did. And I didn't do great. I didn't do poorly. <laughs> I guess I did fine. So maybe... I don't think I'd suggest that to anyone. No, and I never would. But I just think it's a funny story. All right. Well, are you ready for your first trivia question? Am I wearing the appropriate clothes? Like, do I need to get changed or... If you were dressed up like Pennywise, I feel like it would be more fun and scary. Okay. But since you're not, that's that's okay. Okay. You just start off with negative points. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> for a tire. Okay. But okay, so your first question is Alfred Hitchcock filmed the interior sequences of the Bates Motel in True. the movie Psycho oh. on the stage of what famous horror film? Oh. Was it A Frankenstein? B Old Dark Horse? Mm-hmm. Or C, Phantom of the Opera. So they use the same soundstage or... They fa- film the interior scenes of the Bates Motel in the movie Psycho on a famous stage that also was one of these. The The options are Frankenstein, Phantom of the Opera, and a dark... Old Dark Horse. It was an old horror film. Oh, I've never seen Old Dark Horse. I've never seen it either, but I know what it kind of is. About a very old and like dusty, dusty horse. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I'm going to say it was Frankenstein. A, Frankenstein is my answer. Well, you are wrong. It was Phantom of the Opera. In Psycho, only two sides of the Bates Motel were actually constructed, the left and the front side. So they used the same stage that the Phantom of the Opera was filmed on. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so if you watch the movie, anytime that they're actually in the Bates Motel, I guess you're just going to see those two panels. I mean, they might rearrange the furniture, Yeah. but you're only going to see those two walls. So the Bates Motel was never like a constructed building. It was just two walls. It's just movie magic. Just movie Hollywood magic. Hollywood movie trickery. All right. So you didn't get the first one right. Yes, I remember that. But we'll try for the next one. Okay. Well, okay. That, just so you know, that's my goal is to get them right. Yes. Okay. Well, that's a good goal. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, thank you. The second one. Yes. In total, how much screen time did Anthony Hopkins receive as Dr. Hannibal Lecter in The Silence of the Lambs? Was it A... 12 minutes, B, 14 minutes, or C, 16 minutes. Wait, what? In the entire movie? In the entire movie of Silence of the Lambs. He only got... So one of those is correct, where Anthony Hopkins only got maybe total 16 minutes of airtime on that movie? Yes. I've seen that movie too, and this is blowing my mind. It's pretty crazy, and I think he also won an Academy Award for The Silence of the Lambs. 
I and think he, you're right. He only had a certain amount of time. It was 12. Was, did you say 12? 14 and 16. Oh my gosh. I'm going to guess B, 14 minutes on human earth. <laughs> it's actually C, 16 <sighs> minutes. Anthony Hopkins, that was much acclaimed for this film and his performance, and only served a little more than 16 minutes total in the whole film. And like, if you think about it, those 16 minutes are packed with quotes that people still say today, right? The whole Chianti and like the weird noise he made with his mouth. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's insane. It's crazy. Even when he was on the little wheelie gurney with his cool little mask that had like, which (laughs) the one thing I think is funny about that little mask he was wearing is there's the very small hole for his mouth, right? And then over the very small opening for his mouth, there are little metal bars like his mouth is also in jail, which I think is really funny. Well, he has to breathe. And I know, but like the, the hole initially, I don't even think was big enough for like, his mouth to come to come through like yeah, you're you would need to right. stick your like who's gonna try to stick their finger in well, the mouth in that mouth he's convincing so he might con you and like hey could you help me with my my teeth are loose can you scratch can I didn't you brush get my, my teeth can you pull one of my teeth out oh I'm just strapped <laughs> up and I can't he's Dr Hannibal Lecter he's a smart man his mouth is in jail he's in jail okay question three yeah what was the actual this is going back to the nineties now. What is the actual name of Ghostface costume in the movie Scream? The name of the actual costume? Yes. Okay. So in the movie Scream, they call him Ghostface because you know the mask. Yeah, from the Wu-Tang. The very fam- the famous mask. From the Wu-Tang Clan. So is it A, Father Death, <laughs> B, Casper, or C, Ghostface Killer? So this is the name in the actual movie or the name of the actual mask? The name of the actual costume. Because okay. this costume was out before they used it in the movie. Yeah, I remember they seeing it. the costume for the killer to wear. Yeah, I remember seeing it in like a Kmart or something mm-hmm. uh, when we were younger. So remind me of the names again. A, Father Death, B, Casper, or C, Ghostface Killer. I think it is Father Death. A. A, you are right. Yes! Though the costume's packaging is only really shown once in the movie, the name of Ghostface costume is actually the Father Death costume. Very cool. So you got that one right. Thank you very much. Awesome. Father Death. (laughs) The Father Death costume. Okay, so four. How many people associated with The Exorcist died during the film's year-long shoot? Oh my gosh. Because there was a bunch of people that well, got hurt or died. I hope the answer is negative three. Two, <laughs> three people came back to life. Is it A, two people? Is it B, nine people? Or is it C, five people? So this is people associated with the film. The film The Exorcist during the whole year of shooting the film. Well, because people not associated with the film, it's... A lot of people, just in, just <laughs> millions. in general. <laughs> millions. Millions of people. Millions of people that year. <laughs> so, it, I mean, if you think about it like that, think about how many people worldwide passed away during when they were making Toy Story 2. I mean, a lot, That's right? That's sad. Well, it is you sad. You just made Toy Story really sad for everyone. Well, it's a sad movie. <laughs> I cried it 15 or 16 times at Toy Story I couldn't Story even, two. I think it was like the third one. I couldn't even handle it. I think I just watched the first Toy Story ever and I was like, oh, I get it. Tim Allen. Oh, and uh, who's the other one? Tim Allen, Woody, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Thomas. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Tommy. 
Okay, so... A, two people, B, nine people, or C, five people? My guess is C, reluctantly, five people. No, it was actually B, nine nine people. Oh my god! And all the deaths were very mysterious. I know that the... I think something happened to the priest... That the, the priest that played in that movie, and I think something happened to the mother of the girl that played in that movie. I think they both had maybe passed. There was a bunch of people from stagehands to, I mean, just anybody really affiliated with that film. Nine people died. So Linda Blair's mom in the movie. I think so. And then there was an older priest as well. There was an older priest and a younger priest. Yeah, I'd have to look that up. I really don't know. I've only seen the movie twice. And the two times I watched it, my buddy Brandon and I watched it back to back because it was so scary. So we watched it start start to finish and then replayed it start to finish again. And I don't remember that much about it because it was a long time ago. But that movie legitimately scared it's me. It's a scary movie. The one scene in particular when she's at the doctor's office... And then it cuts to that very quick clip of Captain Howdy, the the demon that has possessed her, doing the weird smile. Yeah. There's a lot of creepy. Well, because it's like morally wrong too, which makes it really It's a a spooky episode. Or a spooky movie. So next question. What is Michael Myers' middle name? Oh, I already know this one. Kick uh, Kickflip. It's not Kickflip. So (laughs) is it A Anthony, B William? Or C, Audrey. So the first A and B means that the acronym version of his name would be Ma'am, which is just funny, I guess, and like it's a word. <laughs> and then the middle one of the W would be Mwim. Mwim. I'm going to guess C, Audrey. You are right. I knew it. So I've gotten, I'm doing 50-50. I've gotten question three and four correct. Yes. One and two, I woofed. So on this, the only time that his middle name was actually revealed was the TV version of the movie Halloween. And then it was also referred again when Rob Zombie remade it in 2007. (laughs) Very cool. I had no idea. So a little detail that he did actually have a middle name, but they just didn't use it a lot. Did you ever listen to White Zombie or Rob Zombie back in the day? I mean, like, when it was around, but, like, I didn't, like, go out of my way to listen to it. See, I went out of my way to listen to it. (laughs) I remember because, you know, having older siblings, they would listen to White Zombie, Mm -hmm. and that's fine. And then I listened to White Zombie because I wanted to be cool like them, right? Right. And then when Rob Zombie came out with his solo, his like solo records, I remember on the bus to school, I would listen to that album nonstop with like Dragula and Living Dead Girl and stuff on it all the time. And it was you're you know, so hardcore. I had my wallet chains and stuff. Yeah, and your Jinkos. Yeah, Jinko pants. Yep, I had. I was wearing my wallet chain inside of my Jinkos, and I had like one of those. Almost like a wallet chain necklace with like the little metal spheres. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is like a step up from like the like puka shell necklaces that everyone wore back then. I had a puka shell necklace. I I remember you did. Yes, you did. I did. I'm not (laughs) proud of it. But back then you were proud of it, right? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Okay. It was an awkward time. (laughs) Okay, so question number six. What was the original title of the movie The Evil Dead? Walking walking people oh the walking dead the walking dead (laughs) (laughs) do you just think of that now i just thought of that right now Hmm, you should sell that to like tv i bet they would do like a lot of seasons with that i bet you that probably last one season like a zombie apocalypse and like there's like a kid 
See, yeah, like the kid, maybe like Parl or something, or like, <laughs> yeah, Scarl. But I have a feeling that if I were to pitch the show, The Walking Dead, it would last for maybe too long. You know, maybe, maybe it'd be like, okay, we get it, the zombies. Okay, we get it. Oh, there's still more zombies. Yeah, but speaking of that, though, we looked at the preview of the new Walking Dead video game coming yeah. out. Yeah. It looks really cool. It looks awesome and i'm kind of over the zombie like apocalypse stuff like i'm like okay we get it it's all the same but like i don't know it looks really really cool and that's the whole thing like any realm like zombie stuff first person shooters rpgs they're definitely overdone because they've been around for a very long time but if you do them right they're really good i'm excited okay sorry so what was the original title of the movie the evil dead was it a night of the demon b deep in the woods or C, Book of the Dead. This is for the Evil Dead? For the Evil Dead. What was the original title of the movie? The first one was Night of the Demon? Night of the Demon, Deep in the Woods, or Book of the Dead? A, Night of the Demons. It is actually C, Book of the Dead. Oh my gosh. Producer Irvin Shapiro, Shapiro. he changed the title because he had fear that kids would not want to go see the movie because they'd be turned off with the literary reference. So they named it the Evil Dead. So the pervasive thought, the kids think books are lame. Yeah, so he's like, no, I feel like if you put book in there, it's going to sound lame. And Which he's kind of right, Book of the Dead and then Evil Dead. Evil Dead's a little more appealing. Video game of the dead. (laughs) The vape pen of the dead. Night of the Demon's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so number seven. Which one of these famous slashers has accumulated the highest body count. Oh, cool. Okay. Is it A, Leatherface? Oh. Is it B, Jason Voorhees? Or C, Michael Myers? I'm going to go with the one who I would be the most surprised if it was them, Leatherface. You think Leatherface? I think Leatherface because he scares me the most. He is pretty scary. And he's pretty like, I'm just going to go at it. In that first movie when the girl is sitting at the table and he cuts her finger and sticks it in that like old man's mouth. I don't even remember that. Oh, that movie. (laughs) That movie is legitimately creepy. It's pretty It's really off-putting. Actually, it's Jason. Oh. He takes it with 156 kills. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, I guess Jason, those Friday Friday the 13th movies and stuff have had a really long line of like, Number two, number three, the spinoffs, all this stuff. And I think that's why it's so many. But I mean, Michael Myers is up there too, but I guess Jason just, he's really just going at it. Yeah, I agree. Maybe it's because he has a hockey mask on and he's like, you know, sports people are like, I got to win. I got to do it. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. Do you think, do you think Jason Voorhees picked the mask? Now I know nothing about like the Jason Voorhees Friday the 13th lore or what's canon, what's not. I don't know much about it at all. But do you think he picked the mask because he was like, well, I do like sports. And he did it because he loves sports so much. I could see him being kind of a beefcake. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess just like by his His structure and like. Yeah, his like physical attributes. I mean, he's, I think, uh, on paper, kind of a beefcake. Yeah. A giant, a giant dude who hopefully loves sports. Yeah. Well, well, he did 156 kills. So good job, Jason. Or, I mean, that's wrong. It's wrong, but it is fictitious, so good job, Jason. Yeah. If it was real life, bad, bad, bad job. Okay, so now we are on to bone-crushing bonus questions. How do I get bonus ones? Because I didn't do very well. Well, I think you need the bonus because you didn't do very well. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, okay, I'm ready. Okay, so 
Bonus questions are fill in the blank. Oh, no. So I will say blank. You tell me what it is. Now, how am I supposed to answer the same one for fill in the blanks like you would on the ACTs? Like I just say the like the same word you can't for each put, one. You can't put the letter C every time. Huh. Or just write, I think it's C. <laughs> Maybe that'll look better because you added more words. I don't know. Okay. Okay, so in 1982, the movie Blank, the skeletons that emerge from the swimming pool while Diane searches for help are actual skeletons. Poltergeist. You got it. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, I thought that one was pretty straightforward. So I was like, I feel like this this will get you in the mood for the rest of them. Okay, so the next one. The name Blank used in the 1983 film is an ancient Native American word meaning unstoppable force. What? A 1983 film called something? Yes, I'm looking for a film name. 1983. And the word of this film is an ancient Native American word meaning unstoppable force. Oh my gosh. It's a horror movie? It's a horror movie. 1983. Yeah, think about 1983 movies that were pretty popular. Yeah. Which are kind of a lot. 80s was a a big time for... Good horror movies. Yes. I don't know that much about movies. That's the thing. Think about a one-word movie title. Rambo. It's not Rambo. (laughs) Predator. (laughs) No, it's not Predator, but that's... Um, That was a good guess. It is one... But Predator just means Predator. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My guess is, have I seen the movie? Probably. You know it. I know it. Mm-hmm. Are you throwing in the towel? Are you throwing in the skeleton? I'm throwing arm? I'm throwing in the femur. Yes, I do not know. Well, no, let me at least take a guess. Okay. Rambo. <laughs> no. Okay. It's not Rambo again. Okay. It actually is Cujo. Cujo. Stephen King's big 1983 film about a killer dog. Yeah. I think it was a St. Bernard, wasn't it? It was some, or like a Mastiff or something. It doesn't yeah, matter. It was some, something like that. Some spooky dog. Cujo. Cujo. Means unstoppable force. Wow. Mm. All right. Final question. Yes. This one's a little hard. Oh, great. Because the, oh, man. Okay. Okay. Seven cats were used to play the part of church in this film. Think about a horror movie that would maybe have cats in it. Hocus Pocus? <laughs> With the witches? No, but that I like that answer. Well, there's a cat. Really, but seven cats were used to play the part of church. Which is the name of a cat in a movie? Yes. Church? Yeah, which I thought about it and I was like, you know what, I never realized that in that movie. And that's kind of a cool name for a cat. Church. Church. <laughs> Have I seen this movie? I would think so. Church? Most people have. (laughs) You seem very stressed out right now. I'm really stressed out. Okay. Just give it your best guess. I told you this is a really hard one. This will be like double point bonus. Double point bonus supreme? Yeah. Okay. Predator. (laughs) Not every answer can be Predator. Uh, Crambo. You think there was a cat in Predator? Well, in the background... (laughs) Maybe they're like in some background shots. Or There's like, a cat and seven cats played that one film with that background <laughs> shot. <laughs> yeah, that background cat. Yeah, Crambo. I mean, Predator. Are you throwing in the femur? No, I guess Predator. Well, it's not Predator. Okay. It's actually Pet Cemetery. Oh my gosh. How would I not? And that's another Stephen King one. Yeah, it was a double. What double a Stephen big King. dummy. Man, oh That's okay. Man. Some of those are really, really hard. But but I you, always, you did pretty well. But I always say how I have such a big brain. Well, you still have a big brain. You're just not good at 
scary trivia. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Well, that's my game this week. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope our listeners played along. I hope so, too. Maybe they did. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And if you didn't and you're not even listening to this, then fine. Whatever. Okay. Hey, that's okay. And it's okay. Do your thing. Well, would you like to do some haunted housekeeping? And then we'll come back and we'll finish the third and final chapter of How to Tell If You've Been Abducted. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Okay. We'll see you guys in three, two, one. Our first sponsor this week is the newest member of the Spooky Spouses family, and it's our buddies over at Muzzum Backpacks. Muzzum Backpacks is a new backpack company that makes nice little travel bags, big and small. You can take them wherever you want. If you're going to the beach, if you're going to class, if you're going to the grocery store, if you're going to Pilates. If you just need a good bag to travel with or go to school. Get a Muzzum bag. They have two sizes of each of their bags, large and small. I've said in the past few episodes, that I ordered my own Muslim bag and it just came in the mail yesterday. I posted a little bit about it on our Instagram over at spooky underscore spouses. I like the bag a lot. It's much bigger than I thought it would be. It was relatively inexpensive. It got here fairly quick. There's a nice bag. Yeah, they're decent bags for the price that they are. And you can get 10% off with our code. Yeah, if you go to muzzum.com, that is M-U-Z-M-M.com, you can use the coupon code J-R-D-N-Read, that's Jordan Read, because I filled the form out wrong. That's why it's not funny or clever or ghost-related. You can get 10% off of any order you make. They have gray, a gray backpack, a super colorful floral backpack, the watermelon one, which is the one that I got, some more subdued patterns. You can carry it from the top. You can carry it as a duffel. It has one single shoulder strap, which is removable, and it has your regular old backpack straps. And one of my favorite things about it is that when you're not using it as a backpack, you can tuck in the straps, like completely disassemble the straps and tuck them in the back, and it lays flat. It's not bulky whatsoever. It's a nice, it's a very well and very thoughtfully designed backpack. Nice. So again, go to muzzum.com, M-U-Z-M-M, enter the coupon code J-R-D-N-READ for 10% off of a bag or two or five. Carry your cat in there, carry your ghost in there, whatever you want to carry. I was looking at the bag and I think you could safely fit about 50 LaCroix in that backpack. <laughs> and I got the large one. I bet you the small, you could do about 35 to 40 LaCroix. That's a lot of LaCroix. Yeah. So go get crazy. Put a bunch of Pomplemousse LaCroix in there and carry it around. Just show off to all your buds. And also this week, we are doing another Spooky Spouses, Molly Monster, Madness, whatever you want giveaway. (laughs) This is the air horn noise. So for this giveaway, what we're asking you guys to do is to get onto Twitter and write your spookiest, scariest, most bone-chilling spooky story, but it's only one sentence long. Yeah, so anything you can think of, like, oh no, I'm out of LaCroix, or... That guy is scary. Just throw it at us. You can do our nephew Vigo's scary story. There was an egg, but there was a ghost in it. Very scary. That's a very scary story. I'll make one up right now. A very short one. Molly is actually three ghosts inside of a dog body. That's actually true. That is actually true. So yeah, we'll be making a post on Twitter and you tell us your scariest one line sentence. Just be sure to tag us in it so we can find them. Uh, And that's it. And we'll be picking a winner fairly soon. Now, 
if the stories themselves aren't the most exciting part, the winner of this giveaway will be getting a brand new exclusive highly secretive piece of Spooky Spouse's merchandise. Yes, we're very excited about it. We only have a few coming, and I believe they're going to be reserved exclusively for giveaway winners until we run out of them. So I'm excited about them. We're teasing it a little bit, but I think it'll be well worth it. Yeah, so play along. It's going to be spooky fun. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully by now you've paused the show. You have a muzzin bag full of 3,000 LaCroix, whether you put them in there in the can or you emptied them into it and you just have loose LaCroix liquid in your backpack. And you're trying to think of your scariest spooky sentence for our giveaway. <laughs> hey, really get after it. Really scare us. <laughs> if you make either of us number one, you'll win immediately. Okay, so... This week marks the final chapter, the third and final chapter, of ways to tell if you've been abducted by aliens ever and you just cannot remember. Okay. So we've talked about ways to tell if you've been abducted from if you're getting a, a checkup at the doctor's. Maybe you were abducted while you were sleeping, you were driving, it was the middle of the day, whatever. But the final, the, this is the final category, and this is all after the fact stuff, which most of them are typically after the fact Right. Well, because you would know you're getting abducted by aliens if it was during the fact. <laughs> like, if you were being abducted by aliens and then you were like, oh, let me check that list. Yep, I am. Right now, I'm being abducted. Right now. Unless you were like... I think tomorrow I'm probably going to have these symptoms and be abducted. Wouldn't that be funny if there was someone who was such an alien skeptic as they were getting abducted, I just pictured them having their arms crossed going, okay, yeah, right. That would probably be me. <laughs> As you're getting like, they're putting all these probes and stuff in your nose and mouth and they're like pulling out your teeth and replacing them with like fake weird alien teeth. You're like, I still, I'm I still, know. still not sold on it. <laughs> Prove it. Let me ask you some questions only an alien would know and then we can cut to the chase. What would be a question an alien would know? Uh, it would have to be like a series of maybe like numbers and like shapes. I don't really know. I don't, I don't speak. What are shapes? What are, what are, is it the shape of it? And they go, oh yeah, okay. And they'd know. Yeah. Or you'd ask them something totally mundane or something only an alien would not know. What's honey boo boo? And they'd go, I have no idea. Yeah. You'd be like, okay, great. If you You're... don't know what honey boo boo is, I think you are an alien. You are an alien from Mars or Venus. Sadly. Sadly, or is it like good for them that they don't know what Honey Boo Boo is? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. All these, I, I think I think this part of the list is called after the fact because it's hard to categorize these types of symptoms. So number one, there may be evidence that the scene of your abduction has been staged, quote unquote, to look as if nothing has happened, but a few details might be either out of place or noticeable or like, uh, yeah, out of place, I guess. Is that like when you do your laundry and you find one sock, but you can't find the other? Yeah, and you're like, for sure, I know for sure that I washed both of those socks, but now I don't know where the other one is. Yeah, you're always missing one sock. Or you wake up and you're like, oh, I could have sworn that I went to bed with my onesie on, but now I'm waking up and I'm wearing like a very flirty t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what does the t-shirt say? Uh, kiss the cook. Oh, <laughs> or something. And it's one of those really long ones that were big in the 90s that like went down to your knees. Oh, yeah. Those was, are aprons too. Was, oh, yeah, you're right. 
Wasn't that a thing, like, if you ever got a shirt that you didn't really like or that was too big for you a long time ago? I'm not sure if people still do this, but I remember always thinking, well, I could use this for, like, a like a bedtime shirt. Yeah. Remember that? Like, that was always a thing. Well, yeah, because, like, that was the... I mean, especially girls, too. You just wore a t-shirt and went to bed. Like, a An, big t-shirt. Yeah, like a, like a monstrous t-shirt. Yeah. That went... That, like, you would have to hold it up or you'd be walking on the t-shirt. <laughs> I don't know if it was ever that long, but... Like a wedding gown. Yeah. But it was a Tasmanian Devil t-shirt that said like Myrtle Beach or something on it. <laughs> okay, so have you ever noticed that? Like you, okay, so you you mentioned the, the laundry thing. Yes. Right? Okay. Maybe that's a sign of you've been abducted by aliens. You walk into the kitchen, something's out of place in the kitchen. Oh, I thought I didn't have any leftover waffles or whatever. And now there's a bunch of leftover waffles. Everything else that is fine. That never happens. Wouldn't that be great if it did? Like you look in your fridge and then there's more food in there. I wouldn't I'd want aliens to come get me every day then. If they just stocked your fridge? Yeah. That's And I think that proves my point more that like if you were abducted and you come back to where you, your house, your car, wherever, work, but things are still like in perfect order and cleaner than when you left it. Yeah. To me, that shows that inherently because aliens are trying to cover up their tracks, they're very polite. Okay, you can assume that they're really polite, but I think they're polite. Okay. Another example that the lifts that that the list gives is that you wake up in a certain room of your house that you didn't fall asleep in. You were abducted from your car, and you like look in your trunk later, and like the objects are misplaced or there's new objects in your trunk. Yeah, exactly what we had speculated. That's exactly what this means. Okay. So I would say pause the show, take a look around your house. If you all of a sudden have a framed poster of Joseph Gordon-Levitt in a room of your house where you really wouldn't have a framed poster of him, maybe you've been abducted by aliens. I like Joseph. So do I. Again, thank you to the aliens. Thank you, aliens. Okay, number two, your ability to remember things becomes stronger all of a sudden. You may even develop psychic powers that enable you to see events in the future. Mm. So if you've ever thought, oh, what was the combination of my lock in my high school locker? Oh, 12, 21, 4. Got it. Then you go back there and you <laughs> unlock it. Was that actually your combination? Oh, uh, I'm just going to say yes. <laughs> so maybe you were alien abducted. Maybe I was alien abducted. I very well could have <laughs> been. Uh, have you ever have you ever felt that? That like all of a sudden you remember all this crazy stuff? Or all not really crazy, but all this stuff that's like seemingly mundane or easily I guess forgettable? So, but I think it's just because like my memory is not great. So it's like, oh yeah, I think I know that. And then the next day I don't. What's my middle name? I have no idea. Tranrin. <laughs> it's probably Tramron. I think it's Tramron. Yeah. I think it's funny because typically certain things throughout your life, certain interactions with people, going back to a certain place sort of unlocks all these memories, right? Because you attach certain memories with sounds, smells, locations, tastes, whatever. Right. Or does that mean that when you go back to certain places or you eat certain foods or you smell certain things, that you are doing that exact same thing right when you got abducted by aliens? So you remember it. So you remember it. And then when you go back to it, you remember all this stuff. Maybe we've been abducted by aliens way more than we think we have. Or maybe that's just the way of human life. Just remembering things in general? Yeah. Well. See, after like three weeks of you telling me about <laughs> alien abductions, I'm still just not sold. I'm just not an alien person. I mean, in all reality, being totally transparent, I'm not either. But is it fun to think they exist? Sure. But... I really don't think they do. I believe in Bigfoot more than I believe in aliens, and I really don't believe in Bigfoot very much. Yeah. But it'd be cool if it, it'd be cool if they were around. 
Yeah. Do I think like maybe there's forms of life out there? Yeah. Because they're finding on planets and stuff like actual organisms that can survive on planets. Yeah. But it's like, do I think they're like little green men that visit our Earth? No. But I think, and I and I agree with you, but I think like, I mean, I know next to nothing about outer space, our solar system, the galaxy, right. the like even wrapping your head around an infinite solar system or whatever. It's crazy to think. It's, 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 to me, it's incomprehensible. Yeah. But I think it's very ignorant to think that, oh, well, it's only us. It's absolutely only us for right. sure. In our galaxy, it's probably only us. Well, because like the ocean is almost kind of alien to us because it's like there's a bunch of species down there that it's like we can't even explain. Like no, and it's almost impossible to get to some of those places, like the the Mariana Trench. Yeah, it's so difficult to get there. It takes so much planning and money and equipment and like unmanned little uh, remote vessels and stuff like that. But it's so dark. That, I mean, like, how can you how can you spend so much time and explore the entirety of the Mariana Trench? It would take so long. Right. We know nothing about down there. I mean, well, I guess comparatively, we know next to nothing about the, the deep sea. Right. I say, let's put all of our money and resources that we are doing outer space stuff. This is me just being hopeful because I love deep sea stuff. <laughs> and spend it all on deep sea research. Find all the cool animals that live down there. Let them be. Let them do their thing and just admire them and think like, oh, how nice. And then we can find an alien. See, that's where I disagree because I don't think they're going to go down there and be like, oh, we're going to be cool about this and we're just going to leave them be. It's like sometimes meddling in too much stuff, it's not good. No, and I agree. It was just my my perfect world. Yeah. That we'd find all these bioluminescent... People would just leave the ocean alone. Yeah. You'd find these like super (laughs) crabs that like they also shoot out bioluminescent stuff. And they have like 25 eyeballs and they speak broken Portuguese and it'd be super cool. And we just go, oh, isn't that nice? Let's leave them be. But I <laughs> doubt it would happen. Okay. Back to outer space aliens, not deep sea aliens. Yes. Number three. And I've felt this numerous times. You suddenly get a sense of a mission or feeling like you've been chosen. And it says in parentheses by the aliens. Right. For an important purpose. But you just can't put your finger on what that might be. All of a sudden, you're sitting here, you know, we're watching the movie It on mute. And then all of a sudden, we feel like I've been chosen for something important. I don't know what it is, but I know for sure I was chosen by aliens. To put a clown outfit on and go in the sewer. Yes. Maybe that's what Pennywise was thinking in fiction. He was just a regular person, but he got abducted by aliens. Yeah. And they said, now we're going to turn you into like some weird shape-shifting monster. Your name's Tim Curry. We're going to put you (laughs) in the sewer and you're going to... Well, his Can, name is Pennywise. Oh, sorry. Your name is Pennywise, <laughs> and we're gonna and you're gonna uh, you're gonna coax uh, children to walk to the sewer and then snatch them and then try to eat kids. Yeah, nothing like eating kids. Nothing like eating kids. Have you ever felt urged or moved to do something, but you didn't know what it was, but you know you were being urged by? Oh, I thought you were aliens. gonna say, do you, do you ever feel the urge to eat kids? And I was gonna be <laughs> like, you know what? A hundred percent no. No, definitely not. Okay. No, I don't know. I mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I forgot to add the, old, the the second sentence, the the second and final sentence of this of number three. It says, this often replaces feelings of low self-esteem that you had before the alien encounter. So after mm. the aliens, you now, fe- you, you now have a higher self-esteem. And no, you feel so that's more not a important. bad thing. No, it's great. Isn't that nice? <laughs> if the aliens, nice. if, if I could get abducted and then all of a sudden I have higher self-esteem because right. I was abducted, yeah, bring it on. I want that. <laughs> number four. Electronic appliances behave strangely when you walk by them. Computers crash, 
clocks lose time, radio and TV reception is distorted, and street lights go dark as you walk underneath them. I think you're just a ghost then. You might be a ghost. Maybe this is falling under the, perhaps you're a ghost questionnaire. Yeah, uh, BuzzFeed, 12 ways to tell if you're a ghost. <laughs> if you're number, alive or not. Number nine will shock you. <laughs> number seven is only for 80s kids. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you, Lindsay? No. Okay, me either. I mean, sometimes our our freezer makes a squealing noise. Yeah, but... we had said recently it was like a baby raccoon. Yeah. Or baby possum or something. But other than that, no. Okay, me either. I've never walked past a computer and it's crashed. No, I've had computers that have crashed. <laughs> yeah, same here. Before we recorded an episode a little while ago, our computer would not turn on and I YouTubed how to fix the computer and then I ended up finding, turn it on, but then rest it on a pillow at a 45 degree angle and then it turned on. <laughs> Aliens. Technology is just voodoo magic. <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy it's voodoo just magic. Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. You all of a sudden develop a brand new phobia. Did you suddenly become afraid of spiders? Afraid Always. of heights? Yes. Uh, claustrophobia? Sometimes. Crowds? Yep. The aliens may be to blame for this. Or maybe it's just society. Maybe it's society. Yeah. I think with the constant growing popularity in social media, we get to realize how intense a lot of people can be. Yeah. And at least to me, it's like, wow, okay, apparently a lot of I'm people... i stay inside. Yeah. A lot of people feel a certain way. I think this makes me want to stay inside <laughs> or close to home. <laughs> yes. Perhaps. So maybe, okay, but let's, let's, let's assume for a second that this is alien related. Okay. Why all of a sudden a fear of spiders? Why all of a sudden a fear... Oh, I, okay, so I can understand a fear of heights, right? Because you're in the spaceship really high up. Yeah, I guess I can down, see that. Well, I'm scared. I'm in space. But spiders are... Maybe they don't have spiders there and like... They're like, those are weird. And they sort those of... Those are demon, demon creatures. So they project their phobias onto you, the human. I like to think that not only are humans afraid of spiders, but aliens are also afraid of spiders. Wouldn't that be so great? Like they hate spiders too. Or like mice or something, but they're these like terrifying <laughs> creatures to us, but then they see a mouse. And they look like, like oh. predator and they're not scared <laughs> yeah. of anything, but then like a spider comes along and he's like terrified. They're swatting it off and yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Just dress up like a big spider and everybody will leave you alone everyone everyone even other spiders <laughs> okay the last one no it's not the last one one of the last ones though you become obsessive compulsive or develop an addiction that you did not have before but i think those are just things that you can develop anytime in your life can i make my case that i think has zero holes pokemon go a lot of people became very into the game Pokemon Go when it came out. But that was just a trend. Yeah, but there were people running across streets. That wasn't OCD, though. No, I know. It was it, it was an obsession. Oh. It was an addiction. People became addicted with Pokemon Go. I think it's just because people like the nostalgia of Pokemon. I think it was an alien thing. <laughs> the next one, you become less trusting of other people, especially doctors, police, and other authority figures than you were before. Now, one could pose the argument that this is because you just got into skateboarding and vaping and you're 14. But I would pose that it's because of aliens. I think it's just when you get older. I got more scared of authority figures and like politics and all that stuff when I got older and understood like, oh, it's not great. 
It's scary. (laughs) So I think that one's just baloney. I think so too. Especially like looking on a like a hospital receipt and they had charged like two dollars for ibuprofen. It's like, well, of course I'm scared of the doctor now because I wouldn't want to know how much they're like I would throw away my receipts or my bills or whatever, because it's like you charge me two dollars for ibuprofen. What are you charging for like big big time medicine? Yeah, it's scary. Too much money. Forget that. Uh, you have an un this is my favorite one on the entire list. From today and the two weeks prior, you have an uncontrollable urge to take vitamins. So you just want to always take a lot of vitamins. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you just got really into health and fitness. Well, maybe the aliens convince you to get really into health and fitness. Oh, so the aliens are just trying to make a better you. That's what I'm saying, and I think that they're really nice. (laughs) They might just be really nice, and they might do a really good job of... Maybe Aliens are like personal trainers. Aliens are like life coaches right? They give you higher self-esteem. You don't remember all your surgeries and stuff, which is nice. You are uh, sort of distrusting of doctors and stuff, which I, I can understand that. You want to take vitamins. Great. You become healthier. Thank you to the aliens, I think. So in the movie Alien, instead of being scared of the alien on the ship, like they get together with the alien and they're like, oh, you're really considerate. And then the alien throws them a party. Yes. He's like, I was just throwing you a welcome party and you guys kept running away from me. I was hiding. I was trying to yell surprise. I'm sorry that the baby alien and the egg jumped onto your face. They haven't been trained yet. They don't know any better (laughs) yet, right? I'm sorry that I might have eaten a few of you. Yeah. You scared me. You guys scared the heck out of me. I was crawling up in the chains really high up trying to hide. Surprise. But you kept ruining the surprise and then shooting at me for no reason whatsoever. And then Sigourney Weaver puts on a big uh, machine suit. So it's like, well, I got scared. I understand where you guys are coming from now. Yeah. Rude. And really, he just wanted to throw you like a happy retirement party. Happy retirement. (laughs) From being an alien investigator. Okay. The very last one. Yeah. The book is closed. You develop an interest in UFOs, astronomy, or physics, or conversely, an aversion to being around other people when they are discussing these subjects. Mm. So you either become interested or highly disinterested in alien stuff. I feel like I'm always uninterested. Maybe that means when you were a baby, you were abducted. Oh. Mm -hmm. So I think what we can guess or what we can gather from this list is that most of these are absolutely bogus. They're just everyday life stuff. Except for wanting to take more vitamins. And I think (laughs) there is no other rational explanation if you're all of a sudden at Kroger and you're like, you know what? I'm going to check out the vitamin aisle. I'm going to stock up on vitamins. I'm B12, little fish oil. Need it all. (laughs) Omega 12s, (laughs) vitamin C double, vitamin double C. Yeah. Low biotin, your hair get cray cray long. Yeah, your hair going to get cray cray long. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's that's happened to us a few times. Like, we just stock them on a bunch of vitamins. I've been really into mushroom supplements. Maybe that means I've been abducted. But, Maybe. But mushroom supplements also help your uh, your memory and your brain activity and, like, clarity. So I don't know. I'm so not... maybe they don't encourage you to take mushroom supplements because they don't want you to remember that they abducted you. So they're like, here, you have a craving for all the vitamins, but not mushrooms. So mushrooms are bad. That's yucky. Don't have a mushroom. Don't remember things. <laughs> Don't have a mushroom. So the the very last thing on the list, it's not a symptom, but there is a insurance agency called the St. Lawrence Agency. 
in Altamont Springs, Florida, that does sell UFO abduction insurance. Oh, great. Yep. How much money do they make a year? Uh, a Ripping lot. Ripping people off. A lot. They wow. cost a lot. Has anybody actually had a claim that they've reimbursed for? Oh, for sure. I did just today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, that's so, great. So we're safe. Man, what a rip-off company. Well, if you think about it, a lot of things these days are rip-offs. Oh, uh, yeah. Especially, especially, I think, an insurance agency that's going to prey on the fact that a lot of people believe in aliens and alien abduction, which, in our humble opinion, aliens don't exist. Being abducted right. doesn't exist. But that this insurance company was like, oh, people are silly. And they're going to think they were abducted. So, of course, they're going to want insurance. Let's charge them an arm and a leg and make a lot of money from people who just want to believe in aliens. And, again, if you want to believe in aliens, go ahead. It's fine. I'm just like, I mean, I'm not even, like, I think pet insurance is almost kind of a scam. But it's like, I love my dog to death. Oh, yeah. But it's like, you know, there's a point where, I'm sorry, but, like, you can't spend millions on trying to save your pet. Sure. I mean, it's sad, but it's like pet insurance, like, they're really not that expensive. No, unless you have a golden Bichon Frise. <laughs> Too many breeds into one breed. And well, a little bit of pony in there. Yeah, it's pony. It's <laughs> pony uh, bred with 24 karat gold and three extremely well-made Bichon Frises. That's it. The, the book is closed. Of aliens. If you missed our last two episodes and you want to and you want to do some cross-checking on ways to tell if you have been abducted for sure, go right ahead. Or if you don't like aliens, then just, you know, you don't have to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I know that Lindsay is excited that I'm done with the alien talk. <laughs> no, it's not that I hate alien talk. I just, there's been nothing out there that... I mean, and I'm pretty like, I see things both ways. I, I listen to things and I'm like, you know what? I'm not a big believer in that, but I see where you're coming from. But with alien stuff, there's been nothing that has been an aha moment for me. Sure. Saying like, huh, I think maybe there is something out there. I think the only thing, and I'm not being silly, the only thing that has sparked my interest, in no way has it changed my mind. But the only thing that sparked my interest is the interview with Tom DeLonge on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. It actually was like, oh, this is really interesting. But I'm also a big fan of sci-fi stuff, fiction, uh, sci-fi stuff. And I just liked it a lot. But I don't know. It's 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 fun to think about, right? Because why not have fun thinking about stuff that might not exist? Right. I think just things in space are just creepy as is. Like, there doesn't even need to be people out there. It's just the fact that, like, there are other planets and they're millions of miles away. And, like, it's just crazy to think that, like, there is this whole big thing out there. And I think the, the scariest part about outer space to me is just trying to conceptualize or grasp how big infinity is. Yeah. Endless. Forever. There's no end. Like, even thinking about it now, I've got a very, very, very small headache. <laughs> because it's crazy to think about. Because it's scary. Because we can't even grasp how big. Because it's not big. It's endless. To reiterate, we are doing another Molly Monster Madness Super Surprise Summer Splash Time giveaway. Go on to Twitter and write your best one sentence scary story. It could be silly. It could be real. It could be whatever. Tag us in it at spooky underscore spouses. We're going to be choosing a winner. Maybe Molly will pick the winner. 
Uh, she's not very good at Twitter. She's only good at... She's still like on that Facebook thing. <laughs> <laughs> she's still MySpacing. Yeah, which is... And we don't have the, the, the heart to tell her that her MySpace and her Zanga aren't really working very well anymore. Yeah, but she thinks it's really cool. But we'll be picking a winner and we then... And the winner will be getting a brand new super top secret Tom DeLong level of security Spooky Spouse's merchandise that was designed by Lindsay and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, it'll be really, really cool. So you should definitely play. And also, if you're listening to this episode on Monday, I believe it's tomorrow, which will be Tuesday. Lindsay and I are guests on Subverted Tropes, hosted by Dan and Kate. And it was very fun recording it last week. We talk about the movie Mazes and Monsters with Tom Hanks, his first big, well, his first I don't know, bigger movie, I guess. Yeah, it was like a made-for-TV movie. Yes. Very worth the watch. It's worth Check the watch. Check it out. Don't expect a lot, but it's definitely fun. And please be sure to listen to that episode on Tuesday. It'll be fun. Yeah. And a shout-out to Eli Chambers for the music you hear at the beginning, middle, and end. Thank you, Eli. Thanks, Eli. A quick aside, Eli is in the studio right now recording a solo album, and we're very excited to listen to it when it comes out. And also, thank you very much to Colin M. Parker and everybody over at the Scavengers Network for having us. Be sure to check out the Scavengers Network social media. Check out the great shows there. A lot of diverse shows. A lot of wonderful people. It's constantly putting out really good content. Yeah, thank you, Scavengers Network. And thank you to all our listeners. Without you, there would be no us. Ever. Again. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, until next Monday, have a... I always want to say spooky or creepy, but I got to think of something else. Um, A... You're moving your shoulders around. (laughs) That's how I get inspired. (laughs) Um, A tingly Tuesday. Have an extraterrestrial third... For Saturday. Saturday. Oh, you're going with Saturday? Yeah, it's a weekend thing. How about a... What about a Monday one? Uh, Okay. Mars a attacks. monster uh, mutilated Monday. I like that one, though. That was very good. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> well, until next Monday, we'll see you later, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.